Greetings everyone and welcome back to the Evolution podcast. We made it, we're here. Um, it's Consistency has a different form these days, um, but um, as a mother I think it's also important to accept the ebbs and flows um, and the evolution of ebb and flow, um, how the waves of energy change when you are not only looking after yourself when you have um, a smaller being or multiple (laughs) mums and dads of course Um, and kind of allowing that um, for myself has been um, a process I know when I first started the podcast I um, was able to record um, once a week which um, in the end created a lot of pressure and I think um, that pressure sort of took away the authenticity of my sharing I didn't necessarily want to share anymore I was following a schedule Um, I talk about this often I think this is what social media does and actually part of the growth in uh, middle path movement now is delegating and allowing other people to do the things that they are better at uh, than than me and fo- and you know me personally and each of the team members focusing on what um, sets their soul on fire you know what brings them joy uh, and peace and um, lifts up the, the energy I think if we can in life find that thing find that purpose uh, whatever it is or maybe multiple things that bring us energy as we extract energy um, then we are on the right path what do I mean by that um obviously everything we do takes a level of energy and by energy I'm talking about you know physics mass times speed of light squared um you know real energy we have to give energy in order to move in order to create in order to manifest whatever word we want to use um but if that thing that we are giving also gives back to us then we are you know we found our thing <laughs> um creating for an artist they obviously it takes energy to create the masterpiece but the masterpiece will give them energy back in the satisfaction of completion also in uh, if it's become their form of income then then that also brings back energy there's there's so many different ways that we can receive energy appreciation gratitude nourishment whatever it is if we found that thing that feeds us while we feed it then uh, I feel we're on the right path my reason for sharing um on this occasion apart from the fact that once I actually do get the opportunity to sit in front of this microphone, um, it doesn't matter if one person listens, 10 people listen, 500 people listen, whatever it is, wherever the podcast is going, millions of people one day, who knows, um, then um, I am nourishing my soul. Um, I remember when I was, I spent some time in Nepal a few years ago and um, a few of the people that I met told me that my gift was storytelling which um, surprised me at the time Um, I felt it to be a compliment I didn't know that people liked to listen to me Um, but on that occasion well on those few occasions um, that was what came on my path and I felt like it was you know these words were coming from somewhere else to encourage me to share my words Um, in the work that I do I'm able to to do that but I don't 
as often get the opportunity to speak in front of um, a classroom because I have my lovely children. <laughs> I am working towards being able to do that more often. Uh, and when I do now, um, I yeah, it, it definitely feeds my soul. Just spending time creating sharing circles and spaces for people to share their stories and listen to each other is, oh, that definitely sets my soul on fire. And it's happening, it, you know, it's definitely happening. It's definitely being created. Uh, we have, I guess, like between five and 10 teacher trainings planned per year at the moment, which is definitely a dream. And it's a space for other teachers to share their gifts, but also, you know, as my kids slowly get older, for me to, to share my stories too. And this is just, just the beginning. But something that I've been working on within myself uh, as a mother and as, you know, in this chapter of my, of my book, of my journey, has been trying to connect to contentment with being okay with where I am. Um, it's definitely a challenge at times. I am so used to living a life where I can jump on a plane and cross borders and see new spaces and spend time in the tropics or the mountains by the ocean or in a city, kind of whenever I wanted to. Um, that has been or was my life <laughs> for over 10 years. Um, you know, as long as I knew my adult, as, a, as an adult, from the moment I decided that London living wasn't for me when I was 19 and that I took you know the big leap of faith and moved to Thailand on my own since then I've had that freedom um and I've worked very hard on finding a way to ground myself internally and make myself feel you know rooted wherever I was mainly through my self-practice um but you know these these things these skills come over time but now I'm, I'm here, and I say but almost like it sounds negative. It's it's not negative at all. I'm I'm here in London, in you know I've got a lovely flat or apartment, whatever you call it, and um, I'm here with my kids, my family, and I feel really grateful. I really do, and it's something that you know when I journal and meditate each morning, I I make sure to give thanks for this space because I. I wanted it for such a long time. This is the longest that I've stayed in a space apart from, I think, my bamboo hut on PP Island in 2011. I lived there for a bit longer than I've lived in this flat. Um, <laughs> I love that little bamboo hut on the edge of the jungle. Um, but yeah, this is the longest that I've stayed in one space. So I'm definitely learning, you know, new strengths. This is something that little butterfly me um, this is new territory for me um but I have to express and be honest that the new territory is a challenge in yoga we talk about uh, santosha which is uh simply put means contentment to be content with where we are and this is something that I'm uh reminding myself often you know be content with where you are know that there's something else around the corner but be here be here in the now find the balance between goal setting and being grateful for what is right here in the present moment you know in reality all we have is the present moment it really is the here and now um my children are my greatest joy they really are um i actually <laughs> my my mum offered to have my uh, my eldest daughter for a few days because it's the beginning of the summer holidays um 
which means less nursery time uh, for a week. And after one day of her being away from me, <laughs> I rang my mom and said, Mom, I'm coming to join you guys. Um, <laughs> I couldn't keep away from my baby. Um, so they really are. They are my greatest joy. Um, they they bring such warmth and light to everyone that meets them, you know, as, as children do. Um, and I won't get these moments back before I know it. I, I still can't believe that my eldest is three already. Um, time just, oh, it just flies when you have children. Uh, the parents listening know exactly what I mean. I, I can't believe my, my twins are six months old almost. Um, but still, I find myself kind of longing for something, for something more, uh, for something different which is really something that I'm I'm working on within myself. I've been having these dreams over the last few weeks. Um I've been a, a passenger in a car different with different people in my life. Um and different things have happened. I've moved fast or we've crashed or there are even flames in one of the cars and in each of these dreams I as the passenger sit in peace and it's only this morning uh after i think the fourth or fifth one of these dreams that i found peace with them i was stressing about being the passenger wondering why was i not driving <laughs> why was i not in the front seat why was the steering wheel not in my hands and then i remembered an analogy that my philosophy teacher in india uh spoke to me about which um i often share with my students um and it is that the driver you know, we look at uh, the body in yoga as a vehicle, as a vessel for the, for the soul, the Atman to, to ride in. And um, for the soul, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you see with or, or hear or taste um, with your five senses. The soul is always at content is always at peace, is always in the present moment. And when I realized after my meditation this morning that that is exactly what my dreams are telling me, that the soul is exactly where it wants to and needs to be. The soul doesn't even long to be in a different place. It's only my ego and my attachment to my memories and my anticipation of the future that is taking me away from the beauty that I have before me. An amazing family, an amazing home, the simplicities of life, my roots, um, and although I feel my roots reside in many places, the place I was born, the places that I've lived, the places where my soul family are, my roots are here, you know, beneath me. My feet are grounded. I've never been more grounded in, in myself, physically, in my life. Um, and yes, I have my goals, but... I have the here and now, you know, and that is the reality. The reason I'm sharing my experience now is because um, almost everyone I've spoken to recently is having, you know, is going through a similar uh, experience, not necessarily feeling at one or at peace with where they are, kind of only focusing on what is coming or what they want to come, or what is not here yet, and almost forgetting the blessings that are there before us. Our life is so short, um, 
you know i've i've actually spoken to a few people in the last few days who've recently lost loved loved ones or relatives and and i'm sure if anyone had the opportunity to kind of step back into life again or any elder person i've spoken to who's um has given me advice it's love the little moments be present feel the wind on your skin smell the flowers Take the time to appreciate your loved ones. Tell your loved ones that you love them more often. Hug more. Sit still. You know, be at peace. Be at one with where you are. Enjoy the food you love. Exercise. Meditate. You know, all the little things that we can have wherever we are. You don't need money. You don't need a mansion. You don't need a flight somewhere. What we need is right here. It is the appreciation of the here and the now. And so I give myself this advice and maybe you'll take something from it Um, to be to be here, to be in the here and now, to be grateful, to plant the seeds, to nurture their growth, to know, you know, what I'm manifesting, what I would like for my family. Um, But be at peace with the seeds, know the power of the seeds, sit with the seeds. So slow down more take deep breaths appreciate the moment have gratitude for the simple things um trust that if we plant the seeds with love at the right moment all in divine time what needs to manifest will manifest everything that is real will prosper and anything that shouldn't be there won't be there in time i put my thoughts of this into some poetry Um, poetry has always been a platform for me to put my feelings into some sort of structure to help me understand what's going on internally uh, in front of me on paper Um, I'll be sharing this in the next Egolution book Um, but yeah I hope you enjoy Gaia she moves to the pulse of her own every being a piece of her cells and her bones The animals, insects, plants and the trees, every human a part of Gaia's masterpiece. Karma, what she sows she also must reap, and once, back in time, she planted a seed. She made an intention and planted with love, and she created Gaia with help from above. And during her life, Karma did her best. Life gave her great lessons, put her to the test. Life watched her reactions each time Karma fell. Sometimes life was heaven. Sometimes life was hell. Sometimes karma smiled when confronted with truth. She thanked her creator for his presence she knew. But sometimes her reactions became impulsive. Her emotions compulsive became explosive. One day karma noticed a profound correlation. Each time her actions aligned with meditations, the seed she once planted would grow abundantly. Gaia's blossom flourished and fruits burst on her trees. She named this finding the gift of good karma, the bountiful wonders that came without dramas, and simultaneously she also did fine, when her emotions held anger, when bitter was mind, of disease and virus her crops did they die, the orchards of Gaia were feeble and dry. And so on this finding she set an intention, she much preferred life on good karma's dimension, for she noticed the company that she did keep, became of same vibration, from the heart did they speak. All the while she held Gaia at the palm of her hand, and with compassion she watched the story of each man, as he grew and in time learnt the lessons she learnt. 
the ebbs and the flows, as the planet did turn. She saw the whole universe in the heart of each man. She saw heaven and hell in each grain of sand. She saw that Gaia was mini of she. She saw her emotions in her storms and her seas. Know thy ego, know thyself. Egolution.